Want to talk about a new movie? Check. Want to talk about an older movie similar or related to that new movie? Check. That's what you can expect from Quality Check Podcast. It's a new podcast on the Studio DNA Network hosted by yours truly, Drew Douglas and Daniel Posey. Every other Tuesday, we'll talk about a new movie and an old movie to see how the film's quality holds up. Welcome, everybody, to episode 68 of Disney Plus Reviews. I'm Phil Sousa, and I'm here with my good friend and co-host. Join me in welcoming your new Captain America, Grant Youngsma. Thank you, Phil. I'm here to serve as long as I get to keep the shield. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much why you signed on. Yes. We said we got a shield for you. Pretty much. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, At least we know how things are going to go down between us and you. Uh, if you're just joining us for this podcast, we are an unofficial Disney Plus podcast reviewing the most popular stuff on Disney Plus. Sometimes it's just Grant and I, like it is today. Uh, sometimes we have uh, a guest on. We've had Caitlin on. We've had Jerry on. Uh, we've had other guests on uh, as well uh, in recent past. And I have a feeling we're probably going to have Jake on when uh, Star Wars stuff comes back this summer. So uh, we have some really fun discussions here, and we thank you for joining us. Some of you are joining us every week, and that's really awesome uh, to know about. Uh, before we get into the episode today, which it could be a little bit of a shorter episode, we are only talking about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier episode one, uh, and we definitely have some thoughts on that, on that episode, <laughs> some positive, some negative, uh, and we'll get to that here in a little bit, but we always like to do news of the week to kind of start out the episode, and um, this one is a little different than what we would mm-hmm. normally cover. We're usually covering like what's coming up on Disney plus or some recent things that happened on Disney plus or related to actors or characters or whatever. Uh, this is about the Oscars. Um, I found this article where they were talking about how Disney plus is getting its first Oscar nominations. Um, yeah. which is interesting to note. just, you know, they've only been out for what, uh, not even a year and a half. Yeah. Like- uh, a year and three months or so. Yeah, November, of, you know, two years ago is when it, when they started out. But they are already getting um, uh, nominations. Now, to be fair, a couple of these are not necessarily Disney+. Plus. I mean, they, they premiered on Disney+, Plus, but they also premiered in theaters. Yeah. Um, a couple of these did not go in theaters at all. They were, mm-hmm. like, legitimately only streaming. Like, the only way to watch this movie is on Disney+. Plus. Yep. Um, so here they are. If you, if you don't follow the Oscar news, you might not know about this, but they, they did announce their nominations. So... Uh, Soul is nominated for three Oscars, uh, Best Animated Feature, Best Original Score, and Best Achievement in Sound. And I think those are all slam yeah. dunks. I mean, like... I would say so, for sure. Not that it'll necessarily win any of those, but I think it definitely deserves to be nominated for those. I would say the best animated. I would say um, compared to Onward, which also got nominated for that, I would say... I mean, I I personally enjoyed Soul more than I did Onward. Uh, I think I'm backwards from that. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I really liked Soul a lot too. Um, but Onward was really special to me, just from like a, 
uh, D and D nerd, oh, yeah. nerd them kind of backgrounds that I have. Um, but I mean, I like them both pretty close to each other. Yeah. Um, uh, second movie was Mulan. This is the remake, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, the live action one. Best costume design, which oh yeah, very deserving of that. We actually talked about a lot about the costumes on mm-hmm. this podcast. Uh, they must have heard us, and and yeah, <laughs> that bumped them up a few. Definitely. <laughs> and uh, and then best visual effects, um, which I understand to be like CGI and you know stuff of that nature. So so surely they're go- going to win one of those. I would assume. Yeah, I really feel like best costume design is is pretty is is a good one. Um, yeah. I, I if you'll give me a a few minutes, I'm gonna I'll I'll read off some of the other ones, but I'm I'm actually gonna look at and see what like what they're up against mm-hmm. and see if we think they have a shot in any of these. But um, I'll I'll look those up here in a second. Uh, Onward is uh, surprisingly only nominated for one Oscar. Um, yeah. that's also nominated in the same category as Soul for best animated feature. Um, so that that's the only one it's up for. So you got to think that one of those two will win best animated. Yeah. With two Pixar movies and only, you know, a few other contenders, they have a pretty good chance of winning one. Yeah. <laughs> one of those. Um, now this is the biggest surprise on the list. I think we were just talking about this before, before we hit record the one and only Ivan is now an Academy award nominee movie. Uh, it is been nominated for best visual effects. So not like, top tier it's not like you know best actor or or supporting actor or anything like that best visual effects is you know one of the more minor but Mm -hmm. a statue is a statue man like exactly (laughs) so um i mean this was one of those movies where we did not have many positive things to say about this movie (laughs) but apparently the academy has spoken and what do phil and i know yeah, what do we know? I, we're just two guys with microphones. Um, yeah, now the real shocker would be if they would <laughs> nominate it for best picture. Then yeah. we probably would have had to just quit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I remember liking that movie, but not loving it. Yeah, not, like not even close to loving it. Um, I remember being pleasantly by, surprised by some of it, but also being like negatively surprised by some of it too. Um, but I mean, it's, if you're going for visual effects, like yeah. the animals look darn real in that movie Mm -hmm. like i i was actually really impressed with how it looked um so i think that's a an an easy nomination to make for that yeah as long as we're not giving out like best actor or something like that yeah to it and i mean i'm not trying to slight disney when i say this it's but it's just a statement of facts like there are like the number of movies that came out last year is the the slimmest number in decade. I mean like mm-hmm. four or five decades or more. So there's not as much competition this year. So like had we gotten like another like planet of the apes or something like that, like visual effects would have gone to like maybe more movies yeah. and, and maybe one and only Ivan would have been bumped off the list. But I think it's impressive that that movie is a legit Disney plus movie. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not even a Disney yeah. like, you know, theater release movie and it got uh, nominated and then um, best animated short film for Burrow. Are you, are you familiar with this? I have, I talked I, to, I mean, I've seen the thing on the Disney plus app, but I've never watched it. Yeah. Um, I don't, I can't remember if I brought this up on a, like what else are you watching on Disney plus or not? Uh, I have seen it. Uh, okay. I mean, it's very easy to watch. It's like seven minutes. Yeah. Um, but it is a, uh, I believe Pixar short. Uh, and it's kind of like from their division of like, um, they, they have, they've actually released several of these to Disney plus, but they're like, 
you know, just like um, experimental projects, like side okay. project stuffs, like, uh, you know, hey, four, hey, you four people, come up with something cool. Yeah, you know, like mm-hmm. it's one of those releases, and it's definitely for kids. Jordan has watched it several times. She really enjoys it. Yeah, it's. Uh, I don't think any the characters speak. I can't remember, but it's um, it's a very unique animation animation style, and it's basically about a bunny that uh, burrows underground and angers other animals, and then ends up like having to like she. He, he or she, I can't remember, uh, is trying to like expand her home, and um, and then there's like water that goes through the the burrows and stuff like that. So okay. it's it's a clever idea for a short film. It, that movie that would have never made it into like a full blown movie. Yeah, and so it's perfect in this kind of category. So. Um, so yeah, that's it. Uh, so those five, um, now they have other movies that I think they own, like Nomadland is a big one, but that's like a Hulu, you know, Disney owns Hulu now Mm -hmm. and, um, the United States versus Billy Holiday and maybe some other ones I'm missing, but, um, the big five, as far as like, you know, true blue Disney, Disney plus movies are those five. So, um, yeah, so very interesting. Um, I was going to look up and see what they're kind of up against. Uh, best animated short film is nothing I've ever heard of. So <laughs> I feel like Burrow is probably going to win that one. Um, here are the five for best animated feature film. Onward, Soul, we mentioned those two already. Over the Moon, which I really liked. That's a Netflix movie. Um, it's a, it's about this girl that there's like a goddess in the moon and she goes up to the moon and like has to like um, kind of vie for, I think it's her mother's life. I bring her mother back to earth or something like okay. that. She died. Um, it's very, uh, somber, but it's very unique, uh, movie. Um, it's only on Netflix. Uh, Sean, the sheep movie, Farmageddon. I forgot that movie even came out last year. Um, but that one's on the list. And then Wolf Walkers, which I've not seen, but I've heard a lot of buzz about. Um, a lot of people really, really like that movie. So, um, I think Onward and, and Soul definitely have a fight up against them, but it's got to go to one of those two. Yeah, one, I would I guess. guess so. And I mean... It's probably not a huge surprise to Disney because I feel like they always have one or two in this category. Yeah. Uh, you ready for visual effects? I don't think one and only Ivan has any chance. Okay. Uh, okay. So it's uh, Love and Monsters. I, I don't know much about that. Uh, Midnight Sky, uh, which I don't know anything about that either. Mulan. So, you know, another Disney Plus movie. And then, of course, one and only Ivan. And the last one on the list is Tenet. <laughs> so, so it's got to be Mulan. <laughs> It's gotta be tenant. Yes, I'm. I'm thinking it's probably gonna be tenant. And if it's not tenant, it's Mulan. How could it not be tenant? Like yeah. that was one of the biggest movies last year. People were going to see that movie only for the visual effects and mm-hmm. the story. Obviously, uh, you know, being this big twisty thing. But um, I, I mean, gosh, the visual effects in the movie are half the movie. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't think one and only Ivan has a chance against tenant. Um, maybe Mulan will win. We'll see. But. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be a hard fight there. Uh, best costume design is Emma, which that's gonna be tough to go against. Uh, Mank is gonna be really tough. Uh, Ma Rainey's Black Bottom is gonna be really really tough. That's like a period film, and then um, Pinocchio, which I guess there was a non Disney Pinocchio that got released. Yep. They're still making Pinocchio. Yes, uh, Disney is. So um, yeah, I don't know about that one. I, I don't know the win um, against. I mean, Milan's costume design is amazing, but Emma, Mank, I mean, mm-hmm. come on, those are big movies. So, um, let's see, what else is there? I think that's, 
I think that best achievement in sounds and best original score for soul. I, I think they, they could probably win those as well. Um, Trent Reznor is, is amazing in whatever he does. So, uh, so yeah, that's kind of the news of the week was, um, you know, we got to wait another, I think it's like a month, at least a month for the Oscars to actually yeah, come out. I don't even know when the Oscars it's, are. It's late this year. Like, I mean, they've, they've typically done the Oscars February, in like February, right? March. Yeah. yeah. And uh, they postponed it. They actually postponed it to get more, like more movies <laughs> in the list. Um, 2020 was so abysmal for releases that they're like, uh, let's push things a little. And so they're actually including in this year's Oscars, they are nominating films that came out this year, which is crazy. Um, but they kind of had to do that to yeah. fill out some of these categories. So, so yeah. So tune in for the Oscars here in another month. We, we might cover it, especially if, if one of the Disney plus ones win. I think we'll mm-hmm. probably cover that when we get to that. So we will let you know. Um, all right. Well, we're going to get into the only review that we're doing this week, which is The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Episode 1, uh, titled New World Order. Um, it stars The Falcon and The Winter Soldier. Uh, it also will star some other people that we want to see. Like, I'm really excited to see... Um, uh, Sharon Carter. Yes. Uh, I just, oh, I'll talk about this at the end of the show when we talk about what else have you been watching, but I watched Captain America, the, the winter soldier uh, this week. I'm, I, I would like to watch civil war this next week. I mm-hmm. just ran out of time, but um, Sharon Carter is a big part of not a, a big. She's a significant role in that movie. Yes, I would say so. Um, and so it was cool to see her. It was cool to see winter soldiers, uh, uh, origin story in the mm-hmm. sense of that character. I mean, that new new spin on the character, and and it is truly um, the Falcon's origin story for sure. Like he, that's the first oh, yeah. time he's ever seen on screen. So it was cool to go back to that movie and watch it before going into this first episode. Um, Zemo is going to be in the in the series, but we haven't seen him yet. Probably we, we haven't seen him yet. Um, uh, this episode had we'll talk about it here in a second, but uh, had. Uh, roadie in it yeah. which i that was a surprise i didn't know he was going to cameo he's only in you know a couple scenes but um it was cool to see that but um grant let's kind of kick it off with you what give us your overall overall thoughts uh, you can talk for you know 30 seconds or a minute or however long you want it's but, gonna be very short okay so. let, let the audience know kind of your overall thoughts after watching the episode well the first eight minutes amazing it took me on this high that I was like, okay, yes, here this, we go. This is going to be a great show. We're just going to get action. The whole, we're just going to hit the ground running. WandaVision was amazing. We're just going to keep it going. And then, um, it just took us on this adventure of boringness. <laughs> and I, I don't really know how else to put it, but I mean, I was just kind of like, okay, we have a fifty-minute show here, yeah. and it was d- it was longer than yeah. most of, maybe not all, but most of the one yeah. vision episodes. And I was also thinking to myself, we have six episodes, so we're just going to go boom, 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 and then it just wasn't there. Yeah, and I don't really know what happened in between, but. I was definitely not very into it in the middle. 
Yeah, I have to say I agree with you um, almost entirely. I I was I was riveted by the first eight or ten minutes. Um, it was awesome, some aw- awesome action. We got to see Falcon like really show off. Like it it was it was cool. Like it was his time in the limelight mm-hmm. to just own the screen for eight minutes or whatever. Um, and then you know some of the Winter Soldier was kind of cool. I was just like, oh, what's this flashback slash nightmare thing? And you know, what, I wonder you know if we're gonna get any payoff of that in this episode. And you know, what are the Flag Smashers? All oh, that's interesting, whatever. But that only accounts for like maybe 18 minutes of the episode. The, yeah. the, the rest of it, I was just like, what is going on? Like, where, where is this going? Why is this important? Um, get back to the good stuff. Like, and I'm not saying it needs to be action, action, action all the time. I actually like the quiet moments mm-hmm. in, in these kinds of episodes. But the quiet moments for in these episodes were literally just normal day-to-day life. Like, I'm going to go to a bar and I'm going to have a drink. I'm going to go to the bank and I'm going to get a loan or not <laughs> or not get a loan. Uh, I'm going to go say hi to my sister and her kids. And then we're going to leave the kids with a sitter. I'm like, and then we're going to make some meals. Yeah. And then <laughs> we're going to go on a date and it's just like, yeah, it was literally just them playing battleship <laughs> and just asking like the questions you would ask on a first date. Like, I was like, is there a point to this? Like, is this going somewhere? Um, so I don't want to be all negative and I will be positive as we talk, as we kind of go yeah. through the events of the episode. Um, we'll kind of go, kind of go beat by beat here. But, um, I, at the, at the end when the credits were rolled, I was like, I can't believe that's all we got <laughs> for the, for the first episode. And I, I don't think releasing the first two episodes back to back, like one division would have been the right choice here. Cause I mean, that would have been an hour and a half. Of and then you're stuff. pretty much done. Yeah, there's You're only already a third of the way through. Yeah, good point. There's there's only five episodes left. So um, yeah, I, I don't think that doing the first two episodes would have been the right thing here, but boy, was it a long episode to get to to walk away with not very much meat on the bone, in my opinion. Um, if you have a different opinion, if you're listening to this and you're like, you guys are crazy, this is one of the most amazing Marvel things ever, uh, I would love for you to write into the show, Disney Plus Reviews at hotmail.com. Um, I'll give you that email address again at the end of the episode. But And tell us why we are wrong. Yeah, tell us why we're wrong. I, I would love to hear another side. And uh, hopefully I'm going to say some things that you agree with as we kind of get into some positive stuff. But boy, just overall, I, I got to tell you, there were parts where I was starting to check out. Like it was, I was bored. Um, mm-hmm. So... Uh, let's, let's start positive. Let's yeah. get into some of the things okay. we, we like. I, I got one, I think it's one word, uh, for you. Grant Redwing. I love Redwing. Yes. So cool. I mean, that whole opening scene, which we were saying it lasted about eight minutes. I mean, I would assume, but I mean, this is what we've grown to love in Marvel movies. Yeah. These type of scenes. And now we're getting it in an actual TV show. And I mean, it's really the time where Falcon, because I mean, Falcon is kind of like a low light character, hasn't really gotten his due in any of the movies really, other than just sidekick. But I mean, he really got a show off. And I mean, those first eight minutes, not only was the filming amazing, oh, but yeah. the action was good. And I mean, I I thought for sure it was just going to be nonstop action. Yeah, the 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 action in that first whatever fifth of the of the episode was, in my opinion, on par with any any other movie. Like put it mm-hmm. up against I, I like I said, I just watched Winter Soldier this week. So yeah. like 
the action in that in the first eight to ten minutes or so of this episode is just as good as anything that I saw in Winter Soldier. Yeah. It was really, really good stuff. Um, him flying through the canyons, it kind of re- reminded me of like Star Wars or, mm-hmm. or uh, um, I, I don't know, like a jet pilot, you know, chase scene or whatever. Um, it was it was thrilling. It was exciting. It was like, oh, you know, someone's going to get blown up. Uh, Red Wing was taking people out by himself. Um, this little robot thing that he has that detaches from his back. He was agile in the air like we got to see him kind of fly up and like mm-hmm. s- like just stop and then like swoop down really fast um the thing at the ends where they're like wind- wingsuit fighting like the, the, guy, yeah. the, the bad guys are wearing wingsuits and they're like like punching each other in the air as they're falling down to earth and he that the obviously the, the part that everyone loves is the part where he Falcon like swoops right through the helicopter yeah, and grabs to, the hostage. Dude, that was, that was so so awesome. I was just like, and then he blows up the helicopter. Yeah, because like there's like missiles that are like heat seeking following him, and so he flies through the helicopter and the missiles stop at the helicopter, which I didn't get this because I didn't think they said his name, but that's Batrock. Okay. Yeah, I I didn't get it. Like I I had to watch something. Yeah. To, ha- to hear somebody tell me that that was Batrock um, uh, or a Batrock or whatever, how, how do you pronounce it? But no, it, it's, it's, it's the same Batrock the Leaper um, that we saw uh, fight up against Captain America in the movie. But um, he, he has such a, I, he barely says anything. He has like eight lines. Mm-hmm. But um, he jumps out at the last second. So maybe we'll see him again um, in this series. But, but yeah, that was a, that was a really th- thrilling scene. So yeah, I, I think, oh, and there, there's parts where like he's on like, he's on the plane. Cause it, this whole thing starts on a plane. Like the hostage is, is on the plane and they've already hijacked it. And so he gets onto the plane, you know, uh, red wing carves out a hole in the side of the plane. Mm-hmm. And he goes in there and he's fist fighting these guys, obviously, you know, using other means to his guns or whatever, but he like uses his wings in combat. Anytime like he flashes out his wings and like hits somebody with it. I was like, yeah. that is so cool to watch. And then he does that shield thing where like his wings turn into a physical shield. Yeah. Where he blocks all the bullets. Yeah. The bullets are just bouncing off of him. I was like, this is cool. Um, it looked really, really good. So, um, so yeah, that was fun uh, for the first, you know, eight minutes or so. We don't really learn much about, you know, plot of the, of the show, but it was just kind of, it was neat to, to see him kind of in action like that. Then we go to uh, Tunisia, and there's uh, Torres, is, I think, is his, his friend's yep, name. Torres. And he's like a spy, right? Like a, so I guess, yeah. They don't really explain a lot. Um, for <laughs> how, many, how much exposition is in this episode? It's amazing we still, we still have questions. But uh, he, he seems to me like CIA. Yeah. Like he's you know, infiltrating. Sort of undercover, trying to figure out what the flag smashers are up to. Yeah. Yeah, so we learned about these Flag Smashers. Apparently in the comic, I've not read these comics, but apparently in the comics there is a character named Flag Smasher. And he, in the comics, is after the same thing that this group of Flag Smashers are after, which is basically the destruction of all countries. Like they want all countries just to go away. Everyone drops their borders and we just become one big world. Yeah. Um, with no you know, peace everywhere, you know, mm-hmm. no more war and stuff like that, which is obviously a pipe dream, but that's what they're going for. And so they're really anti every nation. Like they're mm-hmm. not really like pro yeah, pro any one sure. nation. So, and we see, we don't really know what they're up to, but they, you know, uh, later on in the episode, not here, but later on, they, you know, um, 
steal stuff, I guess. <laughs> I, I, was it like money? Yeah. I didn't really even see what they were I walking guess, out with yeah. or running, running away with. But. I mean, I think they said money. Yeah. Okay. So obviously they're criminals. I mean, they're wanted by Interpol or whoever was after them. I guess Tunisia. So whatever their local uh, law enforcement is. Then we go to Washington and I thought this was actually one of the more um, heartwarming scenes. We get to see a kind of a brief speech from Falcon where he's honoring Cap and, you know, at the end of Endgame and we actually hear the audio from it even in this episode, it's clear that Captain America is trying to pass the mantle on and that Falcon is going to be the next Captain America. Yeah. But he seemingly doesn't want it. I mean, he's, he's like, Hey, you know, have the shield back, uh, put it in the museum and the Smithsonian or wherever he's at. And he says, you know, we need new heroes. One's better suited for the times that we're in. And he just hangs up the shield and says, you know, I'm not going to be your Captain America. Yeah. I kind of felt like it was a little Spider-Man far from home esque. Oh yeah. Where, Peter doesn't feel like he deserves the glasses. Yeah, and yeah. He kind of passes them off. So, yeah, but I mean, good. it was just kind of like, okay, why are we going down this path again? Yeah. I thought it was over when his speech was over, but then like Rhodey wants to talk to him about it for like two more minutes. <laughs> yeah. It was cool to see Rhodey. I, I, you know, I don't think anyone knew he was even going to be in the episode. So that was kind of a cool cameo, but it's just like more conversation about like, Hey, you know, you need to take, take that shield and become, you know, yeah. Captain America now. So, uh, so we got a little bit there, not, not a whole lot of big talk. Um, and cause then, I mean, we know he's going to, cause I mean, we've seen in previews, yeah, he's going to end up with the shield again. Yeah. So it was just kind of like, why are we, yeah. Why are we tackling this? But yeah, I guess Kevin Feige, we trust you. And, and Kevin Feige, we trust. That, that is for, for sure. Um, boy, boy, am I glad that we got WandaVision. And then this this show, th- this was supposed to be the first show that they yeah. released. And I forget. It, I think it was just because of problems with shooting or post-production or something like that. They they had WandaVision finished first, I think. Okay. And so they, they actually released them out of order. Like they were going to do this one first. And oh, man. I, I can't imagine like being this the first thing out of the gate. But, um, yeah, because I mean, I mean, you and me both were kind of hesitant about WandaVision, yeah. And can you imagine if this one would have released first? Yeah, I I said on a previous episode that I, I kind of had the same expectations for both shows, but I the more I've thought about it, the more I, I realized I had pretty low expectations for WandaVision, yeah. Like, I, I wasn't really expecting very much out of that show and was pleasantly surprised i mean by the end of the the series i was like oh my gosh that was an amazing for sure and then i feel like the opposite has happened here where i still had relatively low expectations for the falcon and winter soldier but it somehow even went below my my because i mean all the previews (laughs) they've it looks out for this it's just like where i mean obviously we're going to get those scenes eventually yeah but i mean we thought for they, sure we were going to be on nonstop action roller coaster yeah, for this. They make it look like Civil War, like yeah. the way that they're just introducing characters and bringing in these massive fights and stuff. And like you said, we'll get there, but maybe that all that second half. I mean, it could be, I don't even know if we'll get a whole lot more even in the next episode. So, yeah. um, but anyway, the, the next thing that happens, we finally get Winter Soldier about 10 minutes, 10 or maybe 12 minutes in. And it's, we think it's, 
I mean, I thought it was like current day stuff. Yeah. And he's going in and you think he's busting up bad guys and stuff like that, but it's actually during his Hydra days, like where mm-hmm. he's actually working for Hydra. And he's, you know, this action was awesome too. It was short, but yeah. I mean, it was cool to like watch him fling knives at people and shoot people with his guns and hit people with his, you know, metal fist and, you know, every, all that kind of stuff. And then at the end, he says, Hail Hydra. And you're like, oh, okay, this is some kind of flashback or, you know, he's going to, you know, he's telling a story, this t- story to somebody or whatever. And he kills that, that dude that he looked like a, like a professor or like a, or it was like a museum. So maybe he's like a curator or something yeah, like that. Something like that. But, um, I, I think they explain it later when they get to Yori, but I, I kind of blanked out there, but, uh, it turns out it was just like a, a nightmare, which I thought it was like a legit nightmare. Like he was just like imagining these events, but towards the end of the episode, it becomes apparent that it's just, this is like a real event that happened to him and he's maybe purged it from his memory or he's starting to like yeah. through his nightmares is starting to relive some of the, the distant memories that they tried to erase from his brain every mm-hmm. time they refroze him and stuff like that. And so, yeah, I and like it's coming out through like his counseling sessions and stuff. Yeah, like Yeah, 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 yeah. Because he he goes to therapy and he's talking about how uh, he's like, oh, I didn't have another nightmare. She's like, you're such a bad liar. Like, I know I can tell there's something yeah. different. Something happened to you. He's like, yeah, I, I remembered this. You know, this execution that I, that I pulled out uh, back when I was working for Hydra, and and then we see all the. I mean, let's just jump into that now. We see all the stuff with Yori, and. I didn't catch this at all. I didn't either okay, until I, you brought it up. I, fe- I felt like I was missing something obvious when I w- watched a video on YouTube where the guy was saying that that was his son. So this is, so Yori is this older gentleman that it's super weird for like a younger, I mean, Winter Soldier is 106, but like yeah. he's, he doesn't look that. So he's like, you know, in his late he, 20s, 30s. Yeah. And he's one of his best friends. One of his only friends is a super old dude. But, yep. And everyone thinks it's weird. Like, oh, you're hanging out with this old guy. What's going on? And it becomes apparent that he's only hanging out with him because he killed this guy's son. And it, it's almost like a guilt trip. Like, he yeah. feels guilt. He's befriending him out of guilt um, more than anything. So, um, Yeah, it's kind of one of those things where, I mean, I don't know if, like, what happened with Tony's parents had anything to do with this. But, oh, yeah. I mean, it, I think you put it best. It's like a guilt trip. Yeah. I, I actually, I really like the idea of them introducing yet another character because I'd, I'd like to see more of it. Another character who is not okay. Yeah. Uh, so we, we got that with Wanda mm-hmm. and she was so traumatized by all the events that most of which we got to see in real time with the death of her brother and everything like that. And even though winter soldier is not traumatized from a fa- familial kind of trauma like where family members are dying he watches his wife die or something like that but he is reliving all these people that he's killed Mm -hmm. like one nightmare at a time and that's kind of freaky like just to watch him go through like literal ptsd on camera yeah going having to go into therapy having to like make amends like go go through like he's going through this list of people that he has to quote unquote make amends but it's literally just him like arresting people getting people arrested that are you know sleeper hydra yeah bad people yeah so but it's cool like coming off of one division i was like all right i'm down for like another character that has ptsd you know this isn't something we get to see a whole lot of you know we got fat thor (laughs) (laughs) but like for the most part like we really haven't seen a lot of characters like down in the dumps yeah and it's i think it's 
it's they're bringing some uh feige's bringing in some realism like hey these characters are are not doing okay <laughs> after all the events that they've that they've lived through so yeah it's kind of one of those where they're more human than we sometimes picture them yeah yeah that's i mean that's a stigma that i know it was around in the 80s and 90s with comics is like superheroes are not they're superhuman even with their emotions like they don't go through any kind of grief you know batman was really kind of the first to do that but like a lot of the marvel comics were like very you know glowy it wasn't really until like the 90s and 2000s and stuff that they were like okay now these people are like burned people you know like they've yeah. they've, they've seen some stuff and so yeah it's it's cool to see that coming into the movies now that they've really seen some stuff so the three rules are uh, don't do anything illegal, which he controlled that car by remote. Uh, nobody gets hurt. He smashed that guy's face in with his with his middle fist. And rule number three, make amends, which, you know, it's basically him getting her arrested. Yeah, <laughs> so. so good enough. We're, we're kind of on the, the path is a work in progress. <laughs> so, yeah, then there's like a, wa- a waitress thing that's going on. Like he, they go to this, I guess their favorite bar, Izzy's is what they call it. And they have dinner, lunch or whatever. I think it's lunch. And Yori's like hitting on, <laughs> on this waitress for him. Like, yeah. <laughs> would you like to go on a date with this, with my friends, uh, Bucky here? And uh, she says yes. And I guess a- that's the only like really comical part. Yeah, I thought the episode, the pinochle thing was was kind of kind of funny, but then like, you know, the the cute meet cute kind of stuff that they had going on, like, how old are you? Oh, a hundred and six, and then her laughing that off and saying, you know, what's with the gloves? He's like, oh, I have poor circulation, you know, like that was I got a couple chuckles out of that. Yeah, but <laughs> that I felt like a lot of the waitress stuff was just wasted time, man. Mm-hmm. Like just let's just burn through some minutes here on <laughs> on screen, so. Um, do you want to talk about the Louisiana stuff? So, yeah. I mean, pretty much the rest of the episode that wasn't the rest of the episode that wasn't Winter Soldier was cuts of the Falcon Sam going through like family ties type stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, what do you make of that? Um, so he basically meets up with his sister, and you can tell from like the beginning there she's fallen on tough times. And so they have this boat that she wants to sell, but uh, Falcon is against it because it has their parents' name on it. And so it's kind of, we're just kind of going through this thing where they're trying to basically get like a restaurant business kind of up and going. Mm. And um, and th- their dad was some kind of legend in town. Like yeah. everyone knew his name. And so... But then they go to the bank and all this, the banker or the loan officer can talk about is Falcon. Yeah. I did think there were a few comments here and there that were kind of funny in that scene. Like he's obviously star tre- starstruck. Yeah. And at one point says, you know, how, how did you get, how do superheroes even get paid? Like I thought that was kind of a, <laughs> kind of a funny conversation. Like, you know, does, does, uh, did, did, did Stark pay you or something like that? And he's like, Oh, by the way, my, my condolences. <laughs> yeah. What a jerk. So, I mean, it was just kind of one of those scenes where, I mean, I guess we're getting the more human aspect of it still, but I mean, it's still like, I don't really know why we needed that. Dude, there's a lot of it. Like, I I really thought that we were only going to give maybe two or three minutes, like a mention of a boat, a mention of should we sell it or not, a mention of we're, you know, in debt up to our ears. 
but they went on and on, man. It was like, I, I, I kid you not, it's probably seven minutes of the, yeah. is, the episode was 40 minutes total. I guarantee almost a fourth of it was just, how are we going to get this business back up and running? Yeah. So, so it was just kind of one of those where, um, it was kind of just a head scratcher for me. Yeah. I, I thought, thought the only interesting part of it for me, and they could have done this in one or two minutes was them talking about this is life after the blip. Like yeah. it's not all sunshine and roses. Like she survived for five years while he was gone. So like he's supposed to be helping pay the bills. He's supposed yeah. to be helping manage the business, but he would, he just got, he it wasn't his fault, but he was gone for five years. She barely made it. They're on the backside of this. And then he's heroing up and leaving the planet and stuff like that. And so, you know, it's, it's woe is me from her perspective, but it does make sense. And I think like, I think that is something we'll see more of, maybe not a lot, a lot more of, but I think a lot of fans have been wondering like, okay, so everyone comes back from the blip and it's just back to life as normal. Like everyone's good now, hunky dory. Like, yeah. And it's not that way. Like it's incredibly difficult to get a loan now mm-hmm. because guess what? Half of the universe came back and everyone needs a loan now. And we have to pick and choose. Like it, it's getting real. I just felt like it was getting a little too real for too long yeah. <laughs> in the episode. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I have no problem with them inserting family members and stuff. Sure. But I mean, if this is what we're going to get for this whole show, I mean. And they're not even, we got Hawkeye's family so that we could, in Age of Ultron, we got to introduce to them and everything like that so that we could care about them and cry for Hawkeye when his family blips away. Yeah. Like there was a purpose for that. I don't know that we'll ever get any payoff from his sister and her kids. Like, yeah. are they going to kill them off? Like in this show, they might, but I just, I just don't think they will. Like, yeah. I, I think it's, it's literally just introducing more characters that we have to remember their names and their backstories and what their importance is. And I don't know that we're going to see them a whole lot more in the episode because as soon as you know that as soon as Falcon and winter soldier get together and they go off to fight, you know, flag smashers or whoever the big bad is that that family's gone, man, we'll never see them again. So it's, it's, it's really like you said, head scratching. So, and then there's a very brief scene in Switzerland on the whole Flag Smashers thing. There's like the spot, there's a couple spots, or maybe it's just Torres. It's but just Torres. It's only him. Okay, that's right. So he like is infiltrating this group, whatever, you know, is pretending he wants to be a part of the Flag Smashers. You know, gets in, somebody whistles, they all put on their masks, and then it's, it's go time, right? And yeah. he has no idea what's going on. He tries to arrest this, is a girl or a guy? I, I thought it was a guy, but... Yeah, I I think it's a guy. Okay. I think he even refers to him as he. Yeah. But this person that he has to fight, he ha- tries to arrest him, actually. And But this person, he, he, I guess he looks to me like the leader, but he is obviously a good fighter, but he's also super strong. Oh, yeah. And he's like, sure. he's explaining this to Sam over the phone and showing him video and stuff like that. And Sam's like, uh, that doesn't look right. And then, and then you can see it in Taurus's eyes. He's like, okay, like I can tell you, you think something is crazy is going on here. He's like, oh yeah, we'll talk about it later. But obviously they're going to introduce some kind of super powered person. And I mean, we've talked about maybe it's Zemo um, or maybe Zemo, they work for Zemo. Um, Obviously Zemo, 
I mean, I don't know why they would have his Legends thing if he wasn't going to be in the show. Yeah. So I feel like he has some sort of connection with Flag Smashers. He's almost certainly going to be bad, right? Yeah. Unless he's changed his ways or something. He's not going to be good. (laughs) I think this could legitimately be Zemo. he, He looks taller, though. That's the only thing. So they were doing some creative stuff with camera work or he really is not Zemo. But yeah, I, I'm interested to see when and where they introduce him. But the, it could have been him. Like, you know, he's super powered. I, I almost wonder if they're going to introduce like a super serum type thing. Like we know that that's basically how they souped up Captain America. Yeah. And, you know, they've been experimenting with it. Hydra has and all that. So, you know, maybe they just, you know, basically souped up Zemo like we did for Captain America. But yeah. And speaking of that, we get a new Captain America at the end of the episode. Who knew? So one of the, I don't know. Kurt Russell's son. Yeah. Which I didn't know that. I You can't, you can hardly even tell who he is under that costume. Yeah. He looks terrible. Oh yeah. In that outfit. Like I know it's, everyone looks terrible next to Chris Evans, but. I mean, is he going to be able to fight? <laughs> I don't know. He kind of, he looks like Chris Evans when they were doing the, um, like demuscling. Yeah. <laughs> kind of like de-aging, but demuscling. But anyway, there's a, a like a admiral or someone comes out and, and it's like, we need a hero that will defend this country, not the not just the world, embodying America's values, someone who could be a symbol for all of us. And here he is. Welcome, join me in welcoming your new Captain America. And it's just, it's this dweeb, like this nerd comes out. <laughs> like, okay. like I mean, it's, <laughs> it's basically kind of like, I mean, what I first thought of was basically when they were first introducing Captain America, kind of just like a showman, like in the first movie. And that's instantly what I thought of. Yeah. Because his costume's awful. Yeah. And I mean, he has the shield, but is he even going to be able to wield that shield? Yeah. I, I have a lot of questions about his character. Um, I did a little bit of research again because I haven't read these comics, but there is in the comics there is a character who takes the mantle. I think he takes the shield uh, from Captain America. I could be wrong on that, but called U.S. Agent Captain America, and he's basically like a. If you're familiar with like the Batman lore, there's there's a character named Azrael that okay. that becomes Batman for a while. And he's he's like Batman, like he's strong and fast and agile and ga- has gadgets, mm-hmm. but he also kills people. Okay, like he straight up murders people, and so it's 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 Batman, but more vigilante, more edgy, more illegal, you yeah. know. And they, I, I saw one reviewer or you know one, one person that was kind of like making predictions, and he thinks this might be that it might be U.S. Agent Captain America. Okay, meaning he's going to be a foe that they have to take down at some point. Because obviously Sam's going to get the shield back. Yeah. How else is he going to get it? Yeah. (laughs) And obviously this guy isn't going to just willfully, oh, yeah, you're Falcon. You you deserve this shield. Yeah. I mean, over oh, oh, Steve, Steve felt you were good enough for the shield. Here you go. (laughs) I don't, I mean, they're paying me millions of dollars to do this. Yeah. Here you go. Yeah. Yeah, I, I figured there's there's actually probably a pretty good line for, of people that yeah. <laughs> wanted to step up and take that role. So, yeah. he's That they have, like, tryouts? Oh, I would love that. That would actually be kind of funny, yeah. like, in the next episode to get, like, flashbacks of tryouts. But, yeah, 
uh, I'm sure we'll learn more about this character in the next episode. I hope it, I don't, I hope they don't do a WandaVision thing where like they introduce the character and then we don't hear anything for a whole episode. Like that would be so <laughs> dumb. Uh, but I almost feel like they might do that. But it could um, be. yeah. Um, so I, I mean, I, I think you kind of got our general thoughts as we went through the, through the events. Like I, it was up, it was an up and down episode for me. Like there were, there were yeah. definitely parts where like the flashback with winter soldier was cool. I, I liked the speech that, that Falcon gave. I like, obviously the beginning action was awesome. I liked some of the things with his sister, but it was way over lived, um, overstated its welcome. Um, some of the, the Yori stuff, he's befriending this guy. He sees the shrine that he's made to his son at, at their house and realizes, Hey, I'm the reason that this guy lost his son. You know, some of that's kind of cool, but again, it's all like kind of sort of, Maybe it's like yeah. I got all these quantifiers on it where I'm not over the moon with very much of it um, from the first episode. Like, so is this really the storyline that we're going to want to follow? Yeah. I mean, Bucky, I mean, Winter Soldier's done plenty of awful things. Yeah. But I mean, are we really going to follow the storyline of him making amends for this guy just because he killed his son? Yeah, no, I hear you. I, and, I, you almost, you have to assume the next episode is going to be him going to. Uh, it wasn't Tunisia, Switzerland. No, I don't. I don't think they even said the the place. Going to that place and who's he going to make amends with? I guess yeah. like I, I don't know. Like I don't know where that's going, but he's going to have to somehow make it right. I don't know. I I don't know where that where that plot line goes. That's the problem with the with the first episode is that. I don't know where anything's going. Yeah. Um, and we said that about WandaVision, but they also dropped two episodes back to back. They were short episodes and they gave us enough of, huh, what's going on here that it it kept us coming back for more. If I wasn't like a super Marvel fan, <laughs> both of us are, I don't know that I would come back for more Yeah. after the first episode. So yeah, it's, it was definitely a rough one. Um, I am obviously going to stick it out, not just because we're on this podcast, but because I love Marvel and I want to learn about everything that they can tell me about these characters. I'm very excited to see Sharon. She is a great character that they have not used uh, in the Marvel Universe Agent 13. So I want to see more of her. Who knows what other cameos we might get. We'll probably see Rhodey again at some point. He even teased that before he left Sam. He's like, all right, see you later. So, you know, I think we'll get get some more stuff, but boy, it's got to ratchet up its intensity in the next episode for sure. Or I think people are going to start bouncing. Yeah. I would say like my biggest question from this is, okay, what's going on? And I mean, it's not really, I have curiosity. I really have no idea what they're trying to do. Yeah. Yep. Uh, We shall see. So maybe we should just doubled up this episode with next week's episode. Maybe we'll have more to, discuss yeah um i have one last short question i don't know that there really is an answer to it but um is captain america alive you think you think steve is out there i kind of teased at it a little bit yeah i i would assume somewhere i mean he's definitely probably an old form yeah for sure yeah i i I mean but he's gotta be somewhere yeah he's he'll be the exact same age if they reintroduce him is he on the moon? <laughs> no. Okay. I mean, that, that's what Torres thought. <laughs> so I mean, there he's probably some beach house, some retirement community. 
Yeah. Playing Pinochle. Yeah. Yeah, Sam kind of dismisses it. He's like, ah, you don't know anything or whatever. But you definitely get the impression that Sam knows where he is. Yeah. You know, should he need him? And maybe he'll need him in the next episode. We'll we'll see. But But, I mean... Was that... The guy that plays Steve at the end, is that actually Chris Evans? I feel like I looked that up at some point, but I don't remember. I feel like it was. I think they just used the de-ageifier. Or the... Aging. Aging. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll probably I'll have a ton of makeup too. Yeah. But but I mean, it's just kind of one of those things where what is Steve Rogers going to do? I mean, just words of wisdom. Yeah. <laughs> That's about it. So. So, yeah. I mean, I guess if you compare WandaVision and this, I mean, it's kind of a head scratcher. But I mean, WandaVision was more like, what the heck is going on? Yeah, it was... The, again, we didn't know what was going on, but we were more intrigued with like, yeah. oh my gosh, what is going on here? Yeah. And this one, I just didn't get that feeling. Like, and I feel like, and with articles that I've read leading up to this, they've they've said it's not like WandaVision at all. Yeah. I mean, everything's, the cards are going to be on the table. And it's just like, I know what they're trying to do, but is this really what I want to see? Right. Yeah, Yeah. You hope that it takes a huge left turn when they introduce Sharon and when they get Falcon and Winter Soldier together. Yeah. Because right now they're not even in the same state. So And maybe if we find out more what like the flag smashers are about, yeah, what they want to do. I need something. Like Marvel yeah. give me something to hang my hat on. <laughs> or at least maybe at least Falcon and Winter Soldier encountering them, which we definitely will get eventually. Yeah. But I, I kind of feel like it's kind of go time where we need to have that in the second episode. Yeah. And I, don't, I, I don't know if I can do another one of these episodes. Yeah. They're doing the storytelling device where they're, they're telling Falcon's story and then they're telling winter Soldier's story and then they're, te- they're going bouncing back to Falcon and so yeah. on. And so obviously at some point they have to smash those stories together. I almost wonder, no pun intended, if the flag smashers is that thing. Like, somehow they both end up fighting the flag smashers for different reasons. Yeah. And then that's what ends up bringing them together to actually team up, but they have to team up at some point. And I don't even know how Sharon even gets involved in all that, unless there's some like remnant of shield I and mean, shields dead basically. But like, you know, she's working for the American government. Maybe she's having to train up this new captain America. I don't know how she gets involved, but I, I, I hope we see her in the next episode. Cause I want to see, you know, some, some other characters that we know. So, so, um, that's a good segue. into what else have you, are you watching on Disney plus? I, 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 we warned you at the beginning, this is gonna be a short episode. So we're already like in the last few segments here, but, um, there, there wasn't as much to talk about with Falcon and winter soldiers as I'd hoped. So what else have you been watching on Disney plus? I watch captain America winter soldier. That movie to me is good. Not great. And, the reason why is I don't think the spy genre is something that hasn't been done better elsewhere. So like where Marvel really shines is they do superhero movies better than anyone else. In my, in my opinion, if you're listening to this and you're a huge DC fan, good for you, but those movies do not do it for me for the most part, as well as anything, just about anything from Kevin Feige. Yeah. So I agree. So it, you know, and Ant-Man is like, a really clever spin on the 
uh, heist, heist, heist genre. You know, they've done all these different space and sci-fi. They've done all these different things. And to my, in my opinion, they're doing most of those things better than anyone else. Captain America Winter Soldier to me is a very safe movie. I don't, I don't think it does anything that you haven't seen in a Bourne movie, a Jason Bourne movie, or even Mission Impossible. I think Mission Impossible does most of the, the stuff better mm-hmm. than MCU. When it came to Winter Soldier, they had to tell this story so that we could get everything else. We could get Civil War and everything else. But to me, they're not doing it better than anyone else. It's it's just it's just a spy by the numbers yeah. kind of movie. Now that said, I love Jason Bourne. I love James Bond. I love these these movies. So I like this movie too. Mm-hmm. But it's it if you're look like we've come to terms with if we're going to go see an MC movie in the theater, we're going to be blown away. Yeah. Age of Ultron was amazing the second time I watched it. I watched Winter Soldier and by the end of it I was like, okay. That that was good. But mm-hmm. you know, I I wasn't like wowed or anything like that. So yeah. the the coolest things that we get in Winter Soldier are the the backstory to uh, and really the origin story of the Falcon, which I think is really cool. And because he was like this, the, his wingsuit is like something he used in the in the military. Like mm-hmm. it was something he, you know, when he wasn't a superhero, he yeah. had this thing, and it's been souped up by Stark and others. So we kind of learned about him, and then the Winter Soldier stuff was way cooler than I remembered it being. Like I had, I had, I knew that he was been frozen. I knew that he was an agent of Hydra that they were using him like a puppet. What I forgot that they were doing was waking him up every like six months or so for 50 years. Like all, all the major assassinations from the sixties, the seventies, the eighties, that was all him. And they, they literally wake him up for like 24 hours and then they put him back on ice, wipe his brain. And then basically just start over. He is a, a robot with flesh on Mm -hmm. and they are controlling his every maneuver. And that was cool. Like that, uh, that is something that's is done. They did better than other spy movies, but a lot of the like and there's a lot of stuff I know I'm watching it for the second time but there's a lot of stuff that's very obvious that's going to happen like the you know the um, uh, what do you call it like you know someone's going to turn on somebody else like okay I saw that oh, coming backstabbing yeah backstabbing or um, you know double cross double cross thank you I couldn't think of the term double, there's a lot of double cross but you come to expect that in these kind of movies it's it's kind of fun to watch Fury fake his own death and then come back and but then he's not in control when he comes back so he's yeah. kind of a nothing character and honestly Black Widow I, I think shines in this movie like mm-hmm. that movie easily could have been called I mean too long of a title but Captain America you know Black Widow and Winter Soldier or you know I, I it, she is just as much a part of the crew she's one Captain of the f- America Black Widow <laughs> and Winter Soldier go to Disney World <laughs> with Falcon. <laughs> So yeah, it's it's a it's a good movie, and I think we really get to learn quite a few things about Black Widow. Mark my words on this: I think the Black Widow movie is gonna is gonna pay off some of the things that they started in Winter Soldier. Okay, because they they actually there's several characters in the movie that know Black Widow's history, her yeah. pa- her past, and they say we know what you've done, and if you do this, you you you'll never be able to wipe away or you'll your past will be exposed. Like everything that you thought was was hidden from view is going to become to uh, brought to the focus. Yeah, and I think in the Black Widow movie we're going to see that. Like what has she done? What 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 is her dark past that we've never seen before? Yeah. So I think in the movie we're finally going to get to see payoff from 
you know, super old movie Winter Soldier. So, mm-hmm. so that was cool to watch as well. But I, I think overall, it's it's mostly skippable. I think it was only interesting because I had forgotten some of the origin story for the two main characters that are going to be in the show, and so I enjoyed watching it from that standpoint. I'm much more excited to, to rewatch Civil War. Yeah, because um, I, I, I would amazing. agree with that too. Um, I mean, I I couldn't tell you the last time I saw Winter Soldier, but um, I would definitely say if I was going to go back and watch one. It'd probably be Civil War first. Yeah. Because that, I mean, I remember going and seeing it in theaters and being amazed. Yeah. And because it was basically like an Avengers movie, but it's not an Avengers movie. So. It, it essentially was an Avengers. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know why they didn't call it the Avengers colon Civil War. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so not, somehow they had to get Captain America's name in it. Yeah. Um. Have you been watching anything on Disney Plus recently? Not really. You guys have been busy. Yeah. Um, Because, I mean, we just watched this like three hours ago. Yeah. So, no, we haven't really been watching anything. Yeah. Um, That was the other thing I noticed about the Falcon and Winter Soldier is I didn't find myself having to avoid the internet like I did with WandaVision. Yeah. (laughs) Like, there weren't as many people talking about this as, as they were WandaVision, but... The other thing, the only other thing we watched this week was Inside Out, uh, which I, I, it's been years since I've seen it. I know, I, I know Jordan has watched it since she's been alive. She's only been on the earth for four years. <laughs> so she probably watched it a couple of years ago is my guess. I, she hadn't, she didn't remember it. She hadn't watched it in a while. And when she did watch it, I think it was like only halfway watching it. I actually like sat down and actually properly watched almost the entire movie this okay. time around. That movie's really great, man. Like I know I'm like the one billionth person to say that Pixar is amazing, but like the inside out movie is so brilliant. It's, yeah. it's really, really smart what it does. I've with, actually never seen that. Movie oh before, dude, you, you, you need to watch it. It's really good it, here. Here's, here's the thing that's going to make you watch it. Inside out is this closest movie that I've seen any motion picture studio do. That's the closest to soul. Okay. It is very similar to soul. Um, it, it deals with the, inside personality uh, of who you really are like who yeah. what makes you you and it was doing it before soul so but yeah it's it's really it's a fascinating look at what all the compartments that that make up the nurture nature and nurture side of who you are mm-hmm. and what happens when all that unravels and like her character that there's a, a, a human girl that has all these like emotions in her head and when they move, this is not a spoiler that happens in the first five minutes, when they move from her hometown to another place in the country, um, they, her whole life unravels right in front of her and she literally yeah. almost has a breakdown. And okay. she's, she's a kid and she doesn't know how to deal with it and how to adapt and all this kind of stuff. And everything inside of her brain is literally falling apart, like literally falling apart. You've seen it crash down. And um, it was it was way more captivating as an adult watching it. I think it's maybe the third time I had seen it and I'm still captivated by that movie. It's, it's so, so good. It's, yeah. I think it's maybe one of the most underrated. Um, it's very deep, right? Yes. Yeah. It's, it's, it's enjoyable for kids, but I don't think this is nearly as enjoyable as like toy story movies and stuff like mm-hmm. this. This movie is definitely geared towards more like junior high, high school level. Okay. If you're going to go kids at all. And I think adults will really, really enjoy yeah. it. So okay. especially if you have kids, but I th- like you and Caitlin don't have, have kids. You'll still enjoy the heck out of it. So, um, yeah, it's really good. 
so that that was it for me i um just got to watch those couple of movies and then falcon winter soldier uh i'm gonna try to watch civil war this next week and believe it or not i i really am gonna try to to watch flora and ulysses <laughs> i've said that for a couple of weeks now and uh I, I really would like to sit down and watch it it's very short it's like hour and a half yeah i bet you can find some time yeah um Grant, we forgot to pick a move. Uh, no, I, I, we know exactly what we're talking yep, about next week. We yeah, do. Yeah, I'll, I'll get to that here in a second. Here's what's new on Disney Plus this week, what's coming out this week. Um, the first item on the list is the answer to my question that I just almost so stupidly asked. <laughs> uh, the Mighty Ducks Game Changers Episode 1 is yeah. coming out next week. Very exciting. Um, I follow Disney Plus on Instagram. So um, last week, uh, like, Friday or something, maybe Saturday, um, they had one of those things where um, it basically was a homage to everything that's happened so far, kind of like a recap. So, I mean, obviously, it's going to play out somewhat backstories. Um, I don't know how many cameos we're going to get, but there's got to be some cameos here and there. But... um, I I don't want to. I almost don't want to say it in case you don't want to. If you want to be surprised, but there was a photo that was released. Oh yeah, I, Did I you saw see that, that photo. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm I'm excited. Um, and I think we're almost certainly going to get get to see many of the characters yeah. from the original movies, all grown up, of course. Yeah, and I mean, these were some of my favorite movies growing up as a kid. So, um, it's kind of a return to that and i mean as long as we don't just destroy the heck out of this franchise i think it's gonna be all right i mean i'm okay with a new generation my ducks yeah i have i have a good feeling about the show like yeah. i i think it's it feels to me like a, a like a good old-fashioned family romp like yeah um it's not gonna blow the doors off or make you think about ethereally about life or anything like that but i, I think it's just gonna be like really good entertainment for the whole family that's going to have just a lot of fun and, and laughs and stuff like that. Yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm pretty pumped about it. So, uh, so there's, there's that coming out this Friday, obviously the Falcon and winter soldier episode two, there's uh, a, a series called inside Pixar foundations, which episodes 11 through 15. So I'm guessing, I guess, I guess they're dumping this every like five episodes at a time, okay. but like some kind of, um, you know, inside scoop on, on what goes on at Pixar. Uh, Disney's Secret, Secret of Sulphur Springs. You know, we got to mention that as time goes by is the new episode. Yeah, our favorite show. <laughs> our, our favorite show that we've never seen, I should. But we talk about it plenty of times. Every week. Yeah, because they always release a new episode. Uh, I'm going to need your help with this one, but you probably aren't going to help me. Disney's Pickle and Peanut. Are you familiar with this? Uh, no. Pickle and Peanut is an American animated television series that aired on Disney XD from 2015 to 2018. Um, it is about two friends, Pickle and Peanut. Okay. An anthropomorphic Pickle and Peanut whose misadventures form the content of the show. Wow, that is like a nothing explanation. <laughs> uh, uh, John Heater is, uh, voices the Pickle, whose name is Pickle, and Peanut is voiced by Johnny Pemberton. Uh, I don't know anything about this this show. I, it looks animated. Yeah, I could tell you that much. So, I yeah, I don't know if I'll check that out or not. I mean, I don't know if uh, 
real life pickle and peanut movie would be very intriguing to begin with. Yeah. I don't know if it's much more intriguing animated either, but <laughs> these are like 11 minute episodes. So they must have released like two at a time or yeah. something like that to fill out a 22 minute time frame. But anyway, uh, that's, that's going on. Uh, and then the last one, and I have to laugh a little bit because we actually covered this on another podcast. Uh, Nomeo and Juliet. Oh, heck yes. Is <laughs> coming to Disney plus. And we- just a tidbit. We actually, you and me, <laughs> along with Jack and Miller, we actually went and saw this movie in theaters. Yeah. Opening weekend. Yeah. This was one I, I totally forgot is even Disney now, I guess it's, it was probably 20th century Fox, yeah. but it is, uh, boy, it is not good. And no. um, we, if you're interested in hearing our thoughts on it, because we probably won't cover it on this podcast, we covered it on a podcast that quite literally was called The Horrible Movie Podcast. Uh, that's something you can search for in your podcast. And, and this player. movie did not make that show <laughs> because it was good. Yeah. So, yeah. I we, mean, it's all in the title right We there. roasted the crap out of that movie on that on that podcast. So, yeah, go go uh, go find that episode. You'll hear our voices on that. Although I, I don't know that I did a lot of talking on that episode, but um, yeah, No Me and Juliet is not a good movie, but it is coming to Disney Plus on Friday. So, and that'll wrap it up for March, man. We're already in April by the time we record this next episode. So yeah, uh, no, April is upon, April's upon us. We're not quite. We no, have I mean, one like, more. Uh, like when I'm talking about new releases, like okay, yeah, yeah all the everything I, I mentioned are, are all coming out on Friday, March yeah, 26th. Um, the next time we talk, it'll be April releases. Yeah. So, uh, which means we're getting close to Bad Batch, Star Wars. I'm very excited about that in May, and uh, Black Widow will be right around the corner too. So. Yeah, cool. And then hopefully, Loki picks up. I think it will. I, 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 every time I watch, I mean, I, I guess you could say this about the Falcon and Winter Soldier trailers too, but Loki looks like just a zany mess. Like, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm ready for just Hiddleston just to be like, let's just go nuts. Yeah. Like, let's, let's just go crazy with this thing. Um, I want to see him just like shape shift like in every episode and just do whatever the, yeah. heck, the heck he wants. So I'm excited for that one for sure. Yeah, that that should be entertaining. And at least if. At least if Winter Soldier and Falcon continue down this path. At least we have Mighty Ducks Game Changers. Yeah. <laughs> we'll always have you, Mighty Ducks. Uh, I'm very excited about next week, next, week, next week's episode. Uh, not just because of Mighty Ducks, but hopefully Falcon and Winter Soldier get, gets better. But, um, man, Mighty Ducks. I, I'm, I'm ready for some more Mighty Ducks. Yeah. That's going to be for fun. For sure. Cool. Well, uh, thanks for listening to our show. Let us know what you want to hear about on this podcast or send us your own review or some on something that you've watched on Disney+. Plus. We'd love to include you in the show. Disney Plus reviews at hotmail.com is how you do that. And that's P-L-U-S all spelled out. Disney P-L-U-S reviews at hotmail.com. We will be in your ear holes next week for some more Captain... Uh, I keep saying Captain Falcon for the Falcon and the Winter Soldier episode two. And finally yeah. Mighty Ducks game changers. Cause he's definitely not Captain Falcon. Cause he not doesn't yet. even have the shield. Yeah. They'll change the name of the show for the last episode. <laughs> See you on next episode.